Welcome to North Georgia Business Radio. I'm your host, Bo Henderson, here with Dr. Bill Lampton. This is the show all about our local business, and not just our businesses, but the people who run them. And we're going to learn a lot about some great local businesses today, and some great people for that matter. But I'm here with Dr. Bill Lampton. How are you doing, Dr. Bill? Uh, just great to be with you again, Bo. We've enjoyed being a team for quite a while, and we're going to keep it going. Well, you know, one of the things when we talk about business that's crucial is communication. And do you know anybody on this show that we could talk to a little bit about communication? Well, I wouldn't mind saying a little bit about it. I've had something to do with communication here and there. Very good. Well, let's see. Do you have any good examples of how communication in business can be a good thing or maybe even a bad thing? Yeah, I have a negative example. Sometimes we learn by what not to do. This one happened several years ago. It happened at one of the most prestigious golf clubs in the state of Georgia. They were having a PGA-sponsored tournament there. Everything seemed perfect, Bo. Beautiful day. Wonderful turnout of top players. Plush grounds. Everything was fine. I just couldn't see how the day could be messed up at all. However, when we pulled into the parking lot and turned what I thought was the right way. The parking lot attendant was extremely rude, even abrasive. And it didn't quite ruin the entire day, but it set a tone that I'm sure that country club would not have want to set. And you think of this, how many months of planning went into that event? How many dollars were invested? All the great volunteer time and one person with one statement makes a day a downer to begin with. You know, and I think there's a leadership component there, too. I think that's so important that the leaders of that whole event communicate to everybody involved that their part matters and they're part of that experience. I like that. We have an old saying, it starts at the top, but if it stops at the top, <laughs> if, if the top people say, we're going to communicate more effectively and here's how to do it, among top staff, that's fine, but it does have to go all the way down to even part-time employees, and even in that case, though they did a good job, they, they volunteers, anybody connected with an event. Well, let's talk about communication. We're going to talk about a couple of great businesses today in our community. I want to start with our first guest. This is a guy I've known, we're going on 10 plus years now. And his family, he and his family run this amazing business, great service, and you just love the way they do life and do business. It's our friend Jay Kelly. Jay Kelly, welcome to the show. <laughs> good good to be here, Bo. Thanks for the introduction there. When we talk about Signs by Tomorrow, that's your that's your business, and that's your, you know, almost, I don't want to say, say it weird, but, but I see it more than a business. It's just the way you do life and the way you guys show up and the way you treat your customers. But tell us, what do we need to know about Signs by Tomorrow? Well, I, I think the most important thing as far as on the business side, and there's a community side that's probably is, is least equally important, is that uh, uh, on the business side, we really do, we're, we're darn heck bent on, on partnering with our customers, sincerely being solution providers. And there's no doubt in my mind that we're going to do that. We're going to be part of their success, and as they grow, we'll, we'll partner together. But it's it's a genuine passion to make them help them to be successful on the marketing side, on the awareness side, and and we talk about all different things that would would help them out. It's just not sale of a sign. Well, and I've heard you use that phrase, solutions provider. 
at Science by Tomorrow. And for listeners out there, is there a is there a project too small, a project too big, or is it you really getting to know that client and fitting? What's the range there? Yes, it, there really is no range. We uh, everything up up until billboards, but uh, you know, lighted, non lighted, architectural lettering, and and uh, uh, we're 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 at the level have been that our products and our fabrication, our design and installation really are an Atlanta sign company level, honestly. And, uh, but certainly at, at local uh, Gainesville area, local hometown uh, 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 customer service and, of course, pricing. Well, speaking of that, it's a local business with roots, I mean, roots locally, but you keep expanding and growing. But talk about that. What does community mean to you guys? Everything. Everything. We uh, we are a family. Uh, my wife, uh, who was a high school teacher at East Hall High School, and I uh, retired. Or retired. I left the uh, corporate world after 30 years as a human resources director. And my son Michael, who graduated from the University of Georgia, and Carrie Kelly, my youngest son's uh, wife, we began Signs by Tomorrow. So. Uh, family is everything. We've uh, we've grown up here. The kids have gone to school here. We're born here, so it is our community. And one of the things that really is important to me is giving back. And honestly, it, it we've been so blessed with our family and our business, and living in this community and being part of this community, business wise and social wise and just community. But one thing that we do, we give back a lot. We and I, I, that's something we just will always do and, and do well. But you've got to give back naturally. You can't force it. Right. And I tell people that so many times who are starting, don't don't try to corner a customer and say, hey, I want to I want to do this, I want to do this. Just naturally give back. And I promise you that what goes around comes around. It comes back full fold, and sometimes it's not ways you'd expect, right? It, exactly. And you don't know it. It comes around. You just have faith, and by gosh, it does. Right. Yeah. When you talk about community and you talk about giving back, Jay, I think of the the organizations that you've been involved with here. I, I know. Tell us a little bit about those as a volunteer and a contributor. Well, uh, as as a volunteer, certainly been involved with the Chamber of Commerce, the Greater Hall Chamber for. I've seen you there many times <laughs> for probably forty years. Uh, we just uh, uh, support small business programs and and situations. Uh, and as a volunteer, and and uh, just the chambers are. I was with a customer, new customer this morning, new to town, and I said, first thing, heck with signs. Let's talk about joining the Chamber of Commerce. Really, that's going to be part of your success. So uh, community just means a lot to me and my family, and uh, um, it, it's just, uh, it just sinks in well, the business, the community, the social, the family, again, naturally. Well, a question I have, Jay, especially when I talk to a business owner here in town that has longevity, we're talking about what, 20 years or so with Science by Tomorrow. Is there any kind of secret or, or key ingredient that you would give maybe a newer business owner in town about how, how, do, how do we do this? How do we be successful in business? Because we all know there's been ups and downs over that period of time. Yes, it's 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 very difficult to be a, a new business owner, extremely difficult. I would like to share one little thing that, that occurred, but, but uh, just, uh, just consistency and uh, – and getting in the game and staying in the game is, is, is the hard part or the most important part. But we, we started out, uh, opened the doors in April of 2001, and uh, 9-11 happened just a few months later, and it was, it was traumatic. It was, it was traumatic. So um, 
we uh, uh, when we uh, we we were closing our doors actually because our our customers were were dry, everything the whole world stopped as we know and I can remember with the the medical center which has been a great customer for many years they called they wanted a banner gosh the medical center called we wanted a banner they wanted a banner. so we but that that was so exciting but we we ran out of money uh, couldn't make payroll and uh, the world stopped as we all know it was right. a traumatic time for our our country let alone this small business in Gainesville Georgia but. We through good friends, good counseling, and and just just sticking to it, uh, we were able to make that turn. But uh, that was a very very. The banks wouldn't give us any more money, and on and on and on. And and, and I look back, and uh, we're about one and a quarter million dollars in annual sales now. I think, golly, you know, we that was a uh, an opportunity that the banks missed. I think, but uh, we're. Uh, were great, but ju- just the, the 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 continuity and the consistency of staying with the staying with your mission and who you are, and be natural with who you are and what you want to do, which should do for your your customers and your community. I think there's a great lesson there, Jay, and that many people see successful businesses and they think it's been that way all along. <laughs> they, they don't realize the ebb and flow, the highs and the lows. And it's especially true, as you say, for someone starting a business. Uh, I've been an entrepreneur myself since 1997, and Bo is an entrepreneur. Yes. And Serena, our guest, who will be, we'll be talking with in a minute, is an entrepreneur. Uh, one thing about uh, being an entrepreneur, yes, you're your own boss, but you better be a tough boss, hadn't you? <laughs> you, you ought to be. You ought to be. The, the, one of the reasons I, I quit the corporate world to start to be an entrepreneur is I wanted to uh, be the captain of my own destiny. I felt like I could stand on my own two feet, and boy, those sh- feet were, were awful <laughs> shaky that first year, and second and third, but but uh, and 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 second to be with my family, but. I guess personality, a team is made up of different personalities and strengths and weaknesses. I'm probably not the toughest guy in, in our family business. I really to, mean to you have to, to be tough on yourself oh, yes. as an entrepreneur. You, you can't say, oh, good, I've got all this time to myself now. What time's my tea time today and my tea time Wednesday for golf? No, you can't do that. That's right. uh, I, I like what you said about becoming your own boss. People like me ask me sometimes, what's the best thing about being an entrepreneur? I say, I shave my boss every morning. <laughs> well, I think that's the key, the, the piece people can miss sometimes is you are. You are responsible for your successes. That's right. But you're also 100% responsible for when you do wrong or when it doesn't go right. And and, and stand tall both ways. That's right. It's yeah. beautiful either way. And this yeah. this is something I think, too, you telling that story, Jay, man, I, I do remember when, when, when 9-11 happened. <laughs> I think it literally shut down. And I think a lot of times when we have those hard times, and that was what a way to start in that. But there's lessons there. And there probably were lessons that sustained, helped you with the business long term. So that's the beautiful thing in the hard times. That's right. When, when we went into the, this last recession, uh, uh, 2009, 10, 11, mm-hmm. somewhere in there, um, we were very proudly kind of the, the last to go down and the first to come back up again. And, and, and we're, uh, because of our wonderful, tremendous customers that, that kept going with us. But... Um, you learn a lot, and you learn. You learn. You look at. You look at every little thing: cost, how we're doing things, processes, everything. You look at your 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 expenses. You learn how how can we do better, and so 
tough times aren't, they're tough. Living through them are very, very awful sometimes, traumatic. But if you take, you know, if you take the, the lessons from them and move them on forward, we're our process. Matter of fact, we're going through that now, and times are great, obviously. But right. uh, uh, it's very important to stay on top of, of, of processes, costs, how you do things. Um, we're about to put in a, a brand new uh, automation computer system for for everything, for design, just automated uh, design and communications and response and billing and, and such, just always getting better. And um, We also uh, purchased the latest and greatest uh, HP uh, sign printer in January, so we're always staying on top of yourselves and on top of the game. You know, and another lesson there that that, that brings up, too, is it's being proactive. Because a lot of times businesses, they wait till they're behind the curve yeah. to adjust and take a step forward. And then that's sometimes when you see them go under. Especially, I think that's the case, Jay, with technology. There are many people who are, are afraid of what's new. And even though they might know the advantages, they don't want to go through that learning curve. Yes, yes. And, and it's funny with this new, uh, this new computer system. Uh, but we have 14 employees, and we're very proud of them. They're just tremendous. They are the family, and we are a family together. And uh, I think Jay is maybe the slowest, the, the oldest maybe, but the slowest. To, but I'm, I'm all fired up about it. I really, really am. But I'm going to have some tutorials from the millennials to, uh, to keep me going on this new system we're going to put in. <laughs> well, Jay, for people out there that, that hey, I, people, I think you just need to meet Jay. Much less if you have a sign need, uh, reach out to him. Signs by tomorrow. Get in touch with Jay, Mike, Michael, the whole family. What's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Well, that's great. Uh, the best way to get in touch with us is give us a call, really, at 770-534-6616. We love to come out. We're kind of old school. We do the site visits the next day, uh, obviously no cost. And we want to get to know our customers and, and kind of survey what their needs are. And we, we design, fabricate, and install signage and graphics uh, inside. Uh, in lobbies, we wrap walls, we do dimensional copy in, in uh, uh, inside, obviously, building signage, lighted and non-lighted. And so it's just a matter of us kind of surveying each other and getting to know our, our, our customers and, and what their needs are. And our website is signsbottomar.com backslash Gainesville GA. Well, and I can tell you there's some great examples, if you want a visual of some of the work they do on the website there. Signsbottomar.com backslash Gainesville GA. Yes, uh, Carrie Kelly, uh, uh, who started one of the four started company uh, with with us. She is our, our web website master and always putting on. I'm taking the pictures and she's putting them on and and showing them. And and when I meet a new customer, we get on our website and say, "Is this something you're interested in or that?" It's a great opportunity to to show. So. Well, and from experience, I can tell you, Jay will come out. If you, we talked about those starting their business, looking for a company to grow with them as your needs grow, or you know, a, a multi-million dollar organization. Jay's got solutions there for you. So, one thing I want to tell you about Joe Jay is that um, it's no surprise in front of his company he has a sign telling who they are. Yes, the uh, we have a a sign of picturing all of our employees on on the building because that's who we are great 
So are there any plans? This last question, Jan. Um, any plans for like we start working in grandkids here? This family thing just keeps going. <laughs> working on that right now. It's, it's two generations now, and I'm gently pushing for the third Down to the join road. in. Very good. Well, thanks so much, Jay, for being on the show. Thank you all so much, and thank you for what you do for our business community. Appreciate it. All right, Bill, we have another guest that I'm excited to talk to and learn from. Would you mind bringing her in? Delighted to, because I've done that a couple of times before. When I was working with uh, Bernal University, she was on my Communication Corner program, and then once I interviewed her on video, Serena Roth of Never the Rock Photography. Welcome, Serena. Thank you, Bill. It's great to be here and good to be conversing with you again. Absolutely. Give us a thumbnail sketch of what your company does. Wow. It's a big thumbnail. (laughs) Um, The company has actually evolved so much um, since 2005. Um, Started out with uh, photography of primarily nature and um, created a line of blank note cards so I could share the images that Um, I had taken of God's beautiful creation with other people and hoping to to spread the joy and the beauty that he created. And from there, I started photographing people and families and babies and pets and the whole works and um, got busier and busier with that. Um, It was a real blessing. Then I kind of moved into the corporate world. I started um, helping some businesses take pictures for their websites, um, their their services, uh, the people in their offices that were working and their products. And um, from there, I started uh, moving into uh, print and started working with magazines and um, still doing that now, moved into uh, working with a, a lot of great publications and providing photography for the covers of their, their publications and also a lot of the features inside. Um, I work with a lot of real estate, high-end real estate people, and, um, and most recently, I guess, I've been working with some celebrities and uh, musicians, authors, um, political people. Um, so it's it's really evolved a lot. Um, it's a big thumbnail. <laughs> that is a lot. And when you said getting involved with celebrities, I was wondering if you'd take Dr. Bill's picture after the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be happy to. <laughs> One thing that uh, you and I were talking about when I gave you an invitation to be on the show, you were telling me about a a safari that you're going on. Tell us about that. Yes, that is uh, that's probably... The um, most exciting thing going on in my life right now, as far as my career goes, um, an international travel company has actually asked me to serve as a photography guide for their international trips. And um, the premier uh, trip is coming up in November of this year. It's a small group tour, and um, I will be leading uh, people to... uh, to basically witness the active wildlife migration across the Serengeti. And I'll be there to help them take wonderful pictures. And uh, they're not professional photographers. It's open to non-photographers as well. And there's no uh, professional equipment required or anything like that. Um, I basically will just work with them. 
um, which with whatever device that they bring, even a, a cell phone camera, whatever they want to bring. But I'll be there to uh, give tips and guidance out in the field to um, allow them to bring home some amazing photographs of that experience. So it's going to be really exciting. Talk about finding a way to do what you love. Exactly. Yeah. Really get a vacation out of it, kind of. Right. It's <laughs> a working vacation. True. <laughs> exactly. Well, I have a question. As as a novice, you know, everybody can take pictures with on their phones and everything. Now, is there has the the digital side, or are you working more with the you know you see the the cameras, the what would you call them, the more traditional cameras, or do you use digital? How has technology impacted what you do, basically, um, with, the, with the photography? Well, I did actually start back in 2005 with a film camera uh -huh. and um, had a, a nice uh, setup with a lot of different lenses and, you know, could experiment a lot with, uh, with different styles of photography back then. But, of course, it was a lot more expensive because you're buying the film and then you're getting it developed and you're picking and choosing your favorite pictures. Um, with the digital age, um, I was admittedly reluctant to move into that because I felt like it was cheating. Um, I felt like the art form was in film. And... Um, after I bought my first uh, DSLR um, and started working with the digital images, I realized that it, it's actually a, a real blessing because you can shoot and shoot and shoot and delete and delete and delete <laughs> the ones you don't want. So um, it has offered a lot of freedom, I think, for a lot of people to get involved in photography um, without much of a risk or an investment. Um, so I, th I think it's a real benefit. Uh, people are um, taking advantage of having access to photography, which I think is going to um, benefit society in a way, um, because more people are taking pictures now. And so they have memories of wonderful experiences in their lives. When, when I was growing up, I don't think we even had a camera in our family. And there are so many moments of my childhood that I really wish had been recorded that way. So um, I think it's just going to be a blessing. You know, you guys were talking about having babies. And mm -hmm. I mean, you can just keep taking pictures and pictures and pictures of every stage of their life. And what a blessing that's going to be down the road for even the next generation to look back and see those. Well, you're right. Creating, capturing those memories. I think sometimes a, a photograph actually helps install that memory. And I can think of some photographs I look at and actually, I don't know if it's a real memory or the photograph helped me <laughs> have it, right? But another question, I want to get back to your business, Serena, but I'm just curious. I hear this a lot. I work with a lot of people transitioning out of working life into retirement life. And I've had it come up multiple times that they wanted to take up photography a hobby. Um, any advice for somebody that might be saying, hey, that's something I would like to, not necessarily at your level, um, but, but I'd like to explore and, and learn a little more about, maybe a first step, because I think sometimes it can be daunting. Yes, right. It, it certainly can be if you um, focus a lot on the professionals that are out there and you visit the websites and um, and all of the, the, you know, people who are shooting for National Geographic. And, you know, if that's your goal right off, then um, that can be intimidating. But um, there are some wonderful opportunities uh, for people to get involved in photography at lower levels and then slowly uh, build up to it. One of the things that um, I've uh, taught in a couple of my classes is 
Um, you don't necessarily have to invest a lot in the beginning. Um, maybe get a good, solid camera and work on your skills first. And as you start to develop a, a feel for the type of photography that interests you, that does, you know, the, the, the aspect of it that um, you want to focus on, whether it's just photographing your kids in sports or if you really want to get out and do some amazing landscapes and travel and that sort of thing. Um, once you kind of figure out what you want to do, then you can start to expand uh, by some lenses, uh, by a camera that has the functionality and, and features on it that are going to help you improve. And then just uh, keep practicing, you know, and keep, keep uh, judging yourself, you know, and, and look back on the pictures that you took um, six months ago and see how you've improved and then, you know, set that goal to see where you want to go and where you want to move forward. Well, I love that. Have an objective. This is why I want to do it maybe this year, because one of the things I've seen in many occupations, just because you spend thousands of dollars on gear doesn't mean when you're starting out, it's going to make you better. I mean, you could spend how much on golf clubs, Dr. Bill? I've done a, it. As a, do, as a golfer. Yes, and, and my score did not necessarily drop. <laughs> my budget did, but my score didn't. Uh, Serena, as I was looking over your LinkedIn page and your website, there, was, there were many points that I agreed with that you made. One that I would like to share with our listeners is where you talk about the importance of having our photo on our business card. As you pointed out so well, we go to Jay or Bo or you or I go to a Chamber of Commerce meeting and we go home with a pocket full of cards. Who are the people we're going to remember is the one with the photo. And for years, I've thought, why waste the backside of your card? Put your photo there. And it's much easier to be remembered that way. I also liked your underscoring. Uh, don't make it your high school photo. <laughs> right. <laughs> it, it must be decently recent, I would say, within the last three years. Or otherwise, people might won't recognize you <laughs> it won't recognize you and they might seriously wonder well if they're deceptive about this how can i trust them about anything else i think you made that point yes right that's it that is important keep it keep it updated um especially i've noticed in real estate um there was one incident when i actually met a lady um, that i had i hadn't met her in person i had just spoken with her over the phone and uh, so we agreed to meet and um she had her picture on her email, and so I show up looking for that person, and uh, it was uh, quite a shock <laughs> when she came up to me and introduced herself, um, probably 20 years older, completely different color hair, um, just uh, you know, a few extra pounds, <laughs> that kind of thing. So it, it was not only a little misleading, but it was a little embarrassing for me because I didn't recognize her. You know, if I had, I would have approached her first. So, Well, maybe everybody can't go on the safari, but a lot of people could get in your classes. So tell us a little bit more about that opportunity, please. Well, um, I just finished up a three-session course through the Bully Program, and um, it went very, very well. And that's with Bernal. Yes, with Bernal. Yes. And um, had a wonderful group, and they all asked me to return and do a more advanced session and possibly even getting into some editing with Photoshop, that sort of thing. So we're working on putting something together for that. So, 
and is this the focus right now as, as for our listeners that, that you want to be working on or is there other areas, a couple areas that you really want to be marketing? Well, right now, I think the majority of my energy is going into um, planning for the Africa trip um, just because that's the first one coming up. Um, but there are many other destinations that are available through this travel company that I work with. Um, it's not just Africa, um, but it's also Egypt and Israel and Jordan and Turkey, wow. Spain, Greece, Portugal. So there are a lot of opportunities out there. And uh, one of the, the tools that I'm working on right now for marketing is um, I've also developed a um, executive team building program to uh, be incorporated within these trips. So a company who may want to offer employee rewards or have an incentive program for one of their, their teams and their workforce um, who might be willing to invest in, in their future uh, with that company, they can you know, schedule a custom design trip to any of these locations and that right there is gonna help them bond to you know, just be traveling, but there will be specific um, activities involved utilizing photography and challenges and, and that sort of thing that will help um, these, these people get to know each other better, trust each other, develop relationships, and, and have an experience that they will remember for a lifetime. Yeah. So. What a, you're speaking my language. These guys have heard me say this for years. Really, at the end of the day, the one thing I've found people will tell me is truly price, priceless is their memories and intentionally creating memorable experiences. And I love that you've created an avenue for people to do that with what you love. Yes, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Well, you've you. done so many things, it sounds like, in this journey. What, what kind of, I know it wasn't all perfect, a linear, straight up ride. Any big challenges you ran across? Well, yeah, <laughs> several, several big ones, but the biggest one is definitely um, about two and a half years ago, my husband and I were involved in a motorcycle accident, and I injured my left wrist, which um, for anybody who uses heavier cameras knows that that's, that's where you hold the weight of the camera. And so for, for over two years, I had been in... Uh, different um, physical therapy programs and that sort of thing. I had two surgeries, um, a lot of, of you know, experimental things with essential oils and acupuncture and, you know, everything that I could try. And um, I was not able to use the camera. So that's a really long time to not be able to do what you love to do, but also to try to run a business um, doing that. So, um Basically, I throughout that time, I, I see that the Lord was really working on on teaching me a lot of things. It was a growing edge for me. It was a, a trial, a difficult, difficult time because I felt like that photography was my outlet. That was sort of my purpose. That was my gift that I was, you know, uh, giving to the community. And all of a sudden I couldn't do it. So I had to really force myself to ask okay, Lord, um, if you don't want me to do this, what do you want me to do? And there were a lot of other um, things that were going on in my life personally. Um, my father was sick from cancer, and um, because of that hiatus in my work, I was able to take care of him up until his last days. So um, that's a, a huge 
uh, blessing that I can look back on, you know, and, and kind of uh, pull out of that difficult time. Um, but I also feel like that it caused me to assess uh, what is really important to me and uh, realign all my priorities. And even within my business, it caused me to um, decide if I'm limited on the type of photography that I can do, what do I really want to do? So a lot of the things that I did early on in my business, I don't do anymore. I don't do events. I don't do um, as many family portraits and, and personal things. I've moved more into uh, the business aspect because it's something that I can kind of control as far as timing and my schedule and um, have enough time for recovery in between. Um, so it, it has kind of developed a little bit. And then this opportunity to teach and to be a photography guide in, you know, Africa, which is something I've dreamed of all my life. It just seems like this is where the Lord was directing me through the whole thing. So it seems to me that we've got a, a tremendous lesson here for every business and we talk about small business, medium size, large. Whatever business you're in, you might face the 9-11 shutdown that Jay Kelly did. Whatever business you're in, you might have some physical limitations that you weren't expecting at all, which are going to sideline you for quite a while. And so these should not come necessarily as shocks or debilitating experiences because we find people like Jay and Serena who found a way to get through them and got back on their feet with their business and their lives. It's encouraging. Well, and there's a persistence lesson yes. there. There's so many people that check out as soon as it stops working. Perfect. And courage. Right. Well, one last question here, Serena. Um, so we've had some good successes too. And, and similar to what I asked Jay, do you have uh, somebody listening out there? Do you have a, a tip, a factor, what you would consider a, uh, attributes to the successes you've had? Well, obviously, I feel like um, because it's a faith-based business and the foundation of everything I do is to to glorify the Lord with the work of my hands. And um, so obviously, he gets all the credit for everything. But I do feel like um, the attitude of, um, of realizing that my customers, every single client that I work with, um, is basically a gift from God. And so I treat them that way with so much gratitude and appreciation for who they are, um, for the relationship that I have with them. Um, I, I hope that they um, recognize that. I think that they probably do based on feedback that I've gotten and the referrals and everything. I think people recognize when you treat them like they're special. It's not just, you know, another photography job. It is a, a person that I want to bless in some way. I want to provide um, excellent work for and uh, let them know that they're special to me. So um, having integrity, being on time, um, valuing their time, and um, just providing um, something for them that uh, I hope would be a blessing to them is, is uh, I, I think, the perspective that has helped me, you know, become 
as successful as I have. And you know, one of the things I love about this show is we'll bring together two completely unrelated businesses, signs and photography. Um, but we saw another common theme, right? These guys both treat people as assets and resources and blessings in a world where so many times people are tra- are treated as a burden and a pain. So refreshing to see and see you guys kind of have that connection here on the show. It's quite a contrast to the guy who fussed at me for turning <laughs> the wrong way in the parking lot. That's right. Well, Serena, as, as we kind of wind this down, um, people listening say, hey, I'd like to learn more. That sounds like some fascinating things. What's the best way to connect with you or get in touch? Oh, great. Well, um, my website is www.nevertherock.com. Um, I'm also pretty active on Facebook, and I do have a Never the Rock Photography business page. I just recently did um, a video interview that is posted on my Facebook page as well, and um, it's about 12 or 13 minutes um, where I share a lot about the business and how it started and my inspiration and all. So um, I think we've had over 1,200 views on that already. So um, that's a, a good source, you know, to tap in. But um, I'm available by email almost all the time. Um, it's Serena, S-A-R-I-N-A, at nevertherock.com. And then, of course, my phone number is 678 678- Eight nine seven 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 nine two. Well, as we take it out, thank you so much. Uh, as we take it out, I gotta know where did that name come from? Is there a story behind that name? There absolutely is, <laughs> um, and, and that is actually listed on my uh, website as well because I do get that question all the time. Um, it's basically inspired from scripture that when I first started to um, make the decision to start a business with my photography, I wanted to make sure that the Lord got glory for all of the work that I did. And so I started reading through the scriptures to try to find um, some way to convey that. Um, In the book of Luke in chapter 19, um, it talks about Jesus going through Jerusalem. And um, all of the uh, people were so excited that he was coming. And so there was a lot of noise and uh, hallelujahs and and that sort of thing. And um, one of the Pharisees asked um, if Jesus should make the disciples be quiet. And Jesus' response to him is, if these were quiet, then the rocks would cry out in their place. And so to me, that just hit me that I never, never, never want the rocks to cry out in my place. And so the tagline for my company became, may the rocks never cry out in my place. And then the name just formed from that. So. Very cool story. Well, Thank Jay you. Kelly with Signs by Tomorrow, thanks for being with us today. People, uh, look Jay up and and get in touch with him. Hey, I would even take Jay to lunch just to get to know the guy, right? <laughs> Serena Roth, thank you so much uh, for sharing your passion and how you've created this business with your passion thank at Never you. the Rock. And Dr. Bill, as always, had a lot of fun talking to some great local businesses with some great people behind them. Very uplifting and informative. So that's it for today. We'll see you next time, same time, same place, right here on North Georgia Business Radio. Mm-hmm.